Hey guys, as always, super quick thing before we get into the podcast. I'm extremely happy to announce that we released a new and definitely massive content piece uh, just a few days ago. It's called the Definitive Fuel Efficiency Guide, Airline Fuel Efficiency Guide, a document um, that contains 10 articles spanning across more than 40 pages with a lot of knowledge and, and details about electronic fueling, digital fuel efficiency um, approaches, and so much more. Uh, so definitely make sure to um, download that. It's completely for free. All you have to do is to um, head over to our blog. You'll find a blog post about um, this, this uh, content piece and just uh, register with your email address and we will make sure to send that super valuable content piece uh, to you completely for free. So head over to our blog, make sure to register for that document. But now to the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the ID1 Auto Experience. Thanks very much for tuning in as always. I'm super happy to have you with me today. Um, especially happy since I think we'll have a um, episode that, that really provides a lot of value to you um, today. Particularly if you're into airline operations KPIs. Um, because um, what I'm going to do in, in this episode, I will introduce today um, six KPIs that are tailored to um, cost control. And I think cost control is, is currently one of the, the hottest topics um, for airlines. We, we all know this, this, this um, the pressure um, corona, this whole pandemic uh, situation has put onto airlines. They, they all have to find ways um, how to reduce costs, how to streamline operations, how to get more efficient in order to, to tackle those, those challenges. And I think um, although KPIs won't directly lead to cost savings or to reduce costs, um, I think KPIs are a tool that is so extremely important in order to be, first of all, aware of costs and in a second step, to be able to monitor and manage costs. And operational costs still is one part of an airline that is so extremely important. Um, and, and that's why I think that this, this episode today, um, where we're going to, to introduce those different KPIs that lets you um, control your operational costs in a better way, is, is really so, so valuable um, and, and so important for you in case you're dealing with, with operational airline KPIs. So um, as I said, we, we picked out six KPIs, um, KPIs some of our clients are already using. Um, not all clients are using all of the KPIs. It always depends on, um, on, on the network structure, on the airline business model, but, but definitely I think um, that all of the six KPIs um, are a tool to keep a close eye on your operational 
on your operational cost. Um, so let, let's get it started right ahead. Um, KPI number one is about compensation costs. It's, it's kind of a complex KPIs. Um, so what is the KPI doing? It um, calculates um, the compensation cost that has to be paid or that have to be paid to passenger. That means for each passenger, um, the KPI calculates if the passenger arrives on time or if the flight is canceled. And, and based on the specific situation of each passenger, um, costs are assigned to that passenger. For example, um, if he arrives two hours late, three hours late, six hours late, or if the flight is entirely canceled, um, which world region um, the, the passenger is traveling. So, so many factors that are, that are influencing um, the, the compensation cost for one um, passenger. And in the last step, the KPI sums up all the compensation costs um, your airline have to pay at this particular day and then shows this pure number at the real-time KPI on your KPI dashboard. That means you exactly know how many euros, dollars you have to pay today as compensation costs to your passenger. Extremely valuable KPI. It's, it's not easy to set it up because there are many regulations um, that have to be considered in order to calculate the compensation. It's not a, uh, a trivial um, calculation. But still, once it is set up, it really provides a lot of value because you, you're really aware of how is your operation currently um, driving your costs. And of course, you can then work with, um, with target values, with average values, um, with historical values to get a better overview um, about the, the, the cost control. Um, so a, a KPI that, that definitely provides a lot of value. KPI number two um, is kind of similar, um, but um, takes a few from a different perspective, I'd say. Um, this is about delay costs. And how, it, how it's done, um, you basically, many of the airlines already have um, a KPI counting the delay minutes based on the different um, delay reasons. And what this KPI is doing, it takes a, a standard value for a um, cost for a delay minute. Um, some airlines are using the um, IATA standard delay cost for one, one delay minute. Some have um, own delay costs depending on um, if it's a um, intercontinental flight, if it's a domestic flight. Um, so they are applying different um, or a specific own defined cost to delay minutes. But it all ends up again in a bold figure showing the cost of the delay minutes um, you um, or your operations um, uh, that, that accounts to your operations at this specific time. Again, in real time. So you can um, really see on, on your dashboard um, how many delay costs have occurred today until this very moment. And then um, it is calculated throughout the day. Uh, again, it makes sense to, to show um, target values, to show an average of the last days or historical values, to make it easier to understand if the, the current delay cost of this day, is it high, is it a, a low value, um, or is it, is it pretty much average? Um, but again, it, it gives you a very good control of the costs that are driven by your operation and, and that impacts, impacts your, um, your airline. Third KPI, um, again, very operational, um, related to operations. I, I like it very much. It is um, 
again also a quite a complex one and I only know a few airlines um, that um, so far have achieved to, to work with that KPI. It is about the cost of operational changes, short-term changes, ad hoc changes. That means whenever um, you're, uh, you're performing a, a aircraft change, a equipment change, a gate change, a whatever change, there are costs behind that change, especially um, if you do it at a very ad hoc basis. So let's say half an hour before the, the, the aircraft departs or an hour before the aircraft departs. And uh, some airlines, some of our clients really have managed to set up a, a calculation model that lets them assess the cost of those, uh, of those operational changes. So they can really say if there is a aircraft change at airport XYZ for a domestic flight with that and that passenger, it costs my airline XYZ dollars or euros. And again, based on that, this KPI, cost of operational changes, um, calculate the overall entire cost of those operational changes of one day until this very minute, again, shown in real time. And you have a very good overview how your operational changes impacts your operational cost. A, a super interesting um, KPI from my point of view. Not easy to set up. Definitely not easy to set up because it requires a... Um, quite sophisticated calculation model in order to assess the cost of, of, of each change. But once it's up and running, it really, um, that's at least the feedback we receive from, from, from our clients. It's a extremely valuable um, KPI because it really helps um, the operations control, the hub control, the crew controller um, to give them an, an overview um, about how their um, changes, how their work is impacting the, the operational cost, not in a negative way. It's not about blaming them. It's just about making it visible and creating awareness that those changes, um, that, that costs occur um, in when, when such changes um, are performed. Now, KPI 456 I'm going to introduce now are a bit more about indirect operational costs, though the first one, the compensation cost, delay cost, cost of operational co uh, changes, they um, are about really direct operational costs. The, the other three I'm now going to introduce are a bit more about indirect costs. Um, KPI number four is about the misconnects ratio um, or the misconnected passengers um, in both, both of the KPIs work. Of course, this KPI only makes sense if you're operating a, um, a hub and spoke network with a lot of um, connecting passengers. If you're only operating point-to-point um, -point, uh, flight, the KPI definitely doesn't make sense for you. Um, but let's say you're operating a, a hub and spoke model, a lot of uh, connecting passengers on one or, or more of your, of your major hubs. Um, this KPI basically um, calculates how many of the connecting passengers um, are not getting their um, connecting flight. Again, it is possible also to um, apply uh, then a, a, a um, dollar or, or a euro or a basically financial uh, monetary value to each of the passengers to even have a cost of misconnects passenger KPI. But even without the, um, the relation to the cost, the pure number of um, the amount of misconnected passengers or the percentage of misconnected passengers in relation to all or to the overall misconnect uh, to the overall connecting passengers provides a very good overview about the costs that are related to that. So, on, on, on days where you have a very high misconnects ratio or where you have a lot of misconnected passengers, um, it's pretty evident that the costs are um, 
much higher for operations than on days where everything is running smooth and you 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 are not facing a lot of misconnected passengers. So misconnects ratio or number of misconnects passengers or even the um, cost for misconnects passengers are uh, another KPI that lets you um, get a better feeling of your operational costs. Uh, KPI number five, somehow related to, to KPI number four, it is about the lost or mishandled baggage. So um, the result for both KPIs is the same. A passenger arrives at, um, at a destination airport and his or her baggage does not. And again, there are costs related to such cases. So this KPI, what is this KPI doing? It's basically calculating how many passengers are arriving at a destination guide without their baggage. Again, it is possible to assign costs to it. To, uh, so you, you um, assign a, um, a uh, amount of money to each of the, the, the lost baggages or to each of the um, mishandled baggages. Um, both, again, is possible uh, and it again shows, it gives a very good overview of, of operational costs and a, um, a measure um, to, to really actively then try to reduce the number of, of lost or mishandled, mishandled baggages. And finally, uh, KPI number six, it is a KPI which is pretty hard to influence at many, many airlines. Some of the airlines have um, uh, um, implemented measures to do that actively, actively even in, in, in operations control. It is about the fuel costs. Definitely one of the, the, uh, the, the, the biggest portion of operation costs an airline is, um, is facing. Um, and not every airline has the possibility and the measures to actively um, influence the fuel costs on the day of operation. Some of the, the airlines um, we know um, do have measures uh, in order to, to perform um, dedicated aircraft or equipment chase to reduce the fuel cost, but not all of the airlines are, are doing that. Nonetheless, um, fuel cost is a, is a KPI. I think it is relevant because Again, it, it creates awareness. It creates awareness of a very essential cost driver of an airline. And even if an airline is not able to influence that cost driver at the day of operation, I think it, it's extremely essential to have that overview, to have that awareness about the cost related to current, the fuel costs related to current operations. And again, here, I think it's, it's very important to work with with target values, with average values, um, probably also with values that are uh, with dimensions, maybe there's the better word, with dimensions um, that lets you monitor the fuel costs of, um, of single fleets, only the, the, the long-haul fleet, the short-haul fleet, the Airbus fleet, the Boeing fleet, um, whatever it might be. Um, and as I said, even if you cannot control it, I think it's, it's very important to monitor it and to create a a possibility, um, first of all, to monitor it, but based on that, to create a source for improvement. I think that's this is the, the important fact here um, with with fuel costs. And all of the six, uh, six KPIs together, I think, um, create a base for a very holistic and comprehensive um, cost control monitoring in terms of KPIs, in terms of operational costs, compensation costs, super important delay costs, 
cost of operational changes, a bit more sophisticated one, but extremely important. And then the, the KPIs about the indirect cost, misconnex ratio, misconnex passengers, um, lost baggage and fuel costs. Um, just a few ideas, just some, some thought-provoking um, impulses for you. Um, there are definitely some more KPIs and I will have a, another session during the next days um, which will focus on more um, maintenance-related cost control KPIs, so uh, stay tuned for that. Um, until that, uh, super happy to get your feedback on those six KPIs and also happy to, to get your feedback about other cost control KPIs you're probably um, utilizing, you're probably using. So as always, if you think this is valuable for you, hit me up on Twitter, Ben underscore underscore ID1, or just send me an email, benjamin.office at id1.de. And as always, you will find me on Facebook, you can find me on LinkedIn, and pretty much on, on, on every social media network. Um, and I would be really super curious to, to know what other uh, cost control KPIs you're using. Um, so let me know. And I do wish you an amazing day and would love to welcome you again in tomorrow's episode. Till then, have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.